Hi, everyone. It's Paul Ward here, and welcome to another 15 Minutes. I'm excited today. We've got a special guest, Steve Vanderswag with Swag Termite Control. Steve, welcome Hello. to the show. Thank you. Thanks for that. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So you've been somebody that I've wanted to talk to for a while now. Um, you've been in the, you know, quote unquote, termite business for a long time. And uh, I've, you know, in my 20 years of real estate, I've used probably every company out there. And now you're my go-to company. And uh, this, is, of course, is not a commercial, but I just wanted to kind of spend some time uh, talking to you uh, about your industry. And of course, also realize that folks are hurting right now. And so maybe there's some, you know, cost-saving measures that we can discuss just to, you know, share some, uh, some good advice for folks out there. Absolutely. So, uh, tell us first, how did you, how did you start the company? Well, I, I was working in this, in this industry back in the, in the late nineties, um, kind of fell into it. I was, I was, a, I was a dishwasher when I was 15 and saw the pest control guy came by and, and it ended up, uh, just kind of got into it that way and started a company after working for other companies for, for several years. And, and that's really just what, how it happened. Uh, but we started this company back in 1998. Okay, so you've been at it. You've been at it a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've, I think I've estimated. I've probably crawled well over fifteen thousand crawl spaces and attics in my in my career. So I've I've seen a few things. Uh, you've seen a lot. <laughs> a lot of a lot of rat droppings. I'm sure. All sorts of stories. <laughs> yeah. So um, as I as I mentioned, you know, uh, times are challenging right now, and uh, you know, I'm sure folks are kind of watching their pennies. But of course, you know, for most folks, their their home is their most uh, valuable asset, and uh, you know, people are looking to to save money wherever they can, but they need to protect that asset. And termites don't really care, right? What your financial situation is. Um, so, what would be kind of some advice that you could could give folks where they could, uh, you know, protect their property without without uh, you know breaking the bank, so to speak. Well, I think you know what, what I've seen, being that that um, we've always focused on on real estate and and termite termite control really entails um, the treating the termites and the damage repair. So what, what I've really um, watched over the years is the ongoing care of the home, and um, I, I've and I've seen a, a few real estate cycles in in the time that I've been in this company. So um, I've, I've noticed that through times where it might be of kind of a, a, a down economy, people might tend to put things off. And then what happens with, with structure strictly for, for our industry is you'll find a lot more dry rot a couple more, a couple years after a down market, because people didn't do that painting, uh, rain gutters all of those maintenance things that really lead to the problems. So um, I, I would say at this stage right now, just take a look around, especially the, the rain we've been having, take a look around your house when it's raining and see if there's a wet wall, see right. if, there, if your rain gutters are, are draining properly, mm -hmm. see if you're seeing any, any moisture coming down from, let's say behind the fascia where the, you might need some attention to the roof, drainage, um, all the flow of the water to try to keep all that wood as as dry as possible. And if you see areas that, that are getting wet, 
you want to um, at least focus on those areas to get them sealed up. So either either paint specifically at that area or or paint the house if if, if you if you can or um, if it's something that that needs to be done. But but really that that long term maintenance for dry rot is critical because I say we we probably find as much damage from from fungus damage and dry rot than we do as as termites. Um, there's not much you can do to keep termites out. They will fly into your house or maybe come up through the foundation. So when they make their way in, it, it's very hard to, to um, prevent termites from entering your, your house. It, it, they, 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 it's, a, it's an insect, they'll fly in any little crack. So, so I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do as much preventative for termites as much as trying to keep it sealed up for dry rot and, and that, that, that type of damage. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, we've had a record amount of rain this year. I think it's just absolutely unprecedented. And my my rain gutters were overflowing and, you know, water was streaming over the the eaves and, you know, down the stucco and down the windows and, you know, got a handyman out there to, you know, clean out the rain gutters between between storms. So yeah. that's a great point that you make about wood rot you know, being just as causing just as much damage as as termites, especially when the, the, the rain gets stuck in the rain gutter, you might not see it from below, right. but it, it might be just seeping through the, the nail hole on the rain gutter and penetrating into the fascia for for weeks, maybe even maybe even longer and, and causing a moisture condition. Right. That's a great a great point. Now, in regards to real estate transactions, I mean, most most of the termite work would you say happens when a seller is selling and a buyer is buying is that typically when most tenting takes place i would say so especially tenting because a lot of the, at that time the, the house might be vacant if it needs to be fumigated you know we, we do strive to do localized treatments when when we can you know we treat what where the colony is so if there's something that's accessible enough that we could specifically locally treat that area We'll always try to do that, and if it gets to the point where the termites are inside the walls and inside locations where we can't get to and it's inaccessible, then most of the time it, through the sale process they'll they'll do those repairs. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of a lot of negotiations th through the years. It depends on what type of market it is, who might end up paying for the work or for for the damage repair if there's damage repair to be done. And what I always advise somebody who might be selling their home is have your inspection done up front, so at least you know what you're dealing with. Yes. Find a reputable, uh, reputable company that that you're that, that you trust, and um, they can come out and do an inspection for you. And um, over here, so uh, but, but we we would love to to do that inspection for you, and and at least you know going into the transaction whether you have termites or dry rot or any other moisture conditions. Um, that, that we can address before you get, get into a negotiation. And, and uh, you, you may speak to this also, once the contract is signed, and if you, if you say that you're gonna provide a clearance for termite work, you're, you're replacing what's on the house at that time. So yes. if you, let's say you have a patio cover that is just an eyesore, Mm -hmm. that we can remove before we even do the inspection or, or we'll do the inspection but before you actually list the house and just get rid of that patio cover that's going to be problematic then it leaves no room for negotiation 
And on, on, on another idea is um, if you have, let's say these big giant full-size timbers and you wanted to replace it with more of a price point uh, lumber selection because of the cost of lumber these days, right. that, would, that, that might save you, the, the, the lumber itself, a lot of times the patio covers could be more than half of the bid. So, so we can use a different product and help you that, that way. There's you know, other I, things I, like, like the, the siding on the house. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's only the, the bottom few inches of the siding that, that need to be replaced. And, and, and sometimes the buyer might come in and if, and if, and if you are, a, let's say, or a potential buyer listening to this, um, you know, the, these types of negotiations happen every time, you know, you, you may choose to replace just the bottom section of the siding if it's nice siding otherwise. And let's say with the, the, the rain gutter or the, sorry, the sprinklers were just hitting at the bottom few inches, we can, we can cut out and waterproof and install a new a trim piece to save all that nice siding above it, mm -hmm. rather than replacing the whole wall and, and getting a whole new surface, which is gonna cost you five times as much. So there, there's definitely things we can do to, um, to do a quality repair, a professional repair. And, and, and a lot of times so, something like that might actually be a better fix because you install a new base trim, let's say use a composite material. So it will prevent that uh, condition from, from coming back. So mm -hmm. we're not cutting corners, we're actually doing something that might be a, a better fix in the end. You know, you raised some great points and I always tell my, my sellers, especially, a buyer cannot fall in love with something that they never saw, right? So you mentioned the patio cover. And uh, when that patio cover, which is, you know, riddled with wood rot uh, is removed, if you don't have a buyer in place, if if you know a buyer hasn't seen the home yet, they haven't written an offer, an offer has not been accepted, just simply remove the patio cover. You know, don't don't bother replacing it. Now it might, as a seller, it's gonna look look a little odd for you know a week or two because you're used to living with that patio cover. But the buyer never saw it, right? But once a buyer comes along and you have not done that termite inspection before you listed, and now all of a sudden the you know, it's a part of the negotiation and the buyer is expecting the house to be put back exactly as when they submitted their offer, all of a sudden that patio cover becomes the most important part of the house, right? Because the, that buyer wants that patio cover fully replaced. So the cost of taking it down could be in the hundreds of dollars, the cost of replacing it would, you know, be in the several thousand dollars. So you raise, a, I think you raise a really good point there with some, uh, ideas for, um, you know, cost saving, cost saving measures. Well, and, and you know, the, it, there, there could be the possibility of the patio cover being a huge focal point for the house and, and you might actually um, sell the house for more because the patio cover is such a unique thing. So, so we might be able to go in there and, and we always try to salvage everything that's good wood and re rebuild it with the same material, the same um, dimension, the same texture, so it blends in, but, but you, you may want to replace that patio cover and get it in perfect shape. So when you list the house, somebody's gonna walk out rather than seeing a dingy old patio cover, maybe they'll, they'll come out and see this beautifully rebuilt patio cover. Well, they would never know the difference because it'll, it, it'll just look brand new. Right. And that might be a selling point. So right. um, I, I, I say that 
visible damage um, is a huge consideration for somebody come, come to, come, come, coming up to potentially buy the house. Um, visible damage is scary. You know, yeah. you look at that and you say, well, what if, if that's there, what's inside? And of course, we do our investigations and, and do an examinations of the attics and everything that we possibly can on the interior. But, but you know, it's, it, it's definitely off, off putting sometimes if somebody sees that in and you may scare somebody away where it might be something that's a very, very easy fix. It might just be the, the trim that it's an easy fix, but somebody might walk up and, and get, um, you know, concerned that there's something else behind it, which rightly so, but I, I, that's another reason to maybe do these things up front. Sure. Have the house in, in, in good shape so that you avoid those conversations. Yeah. Steve Vanderswag of Zwag Termite Control has so much to share to protect homeowners from termites and pests. Stay tuned for next week when Steve discusses the pros and cons of fumigation versus heat treatment, why he believes so strongly in hiring quality journeymen, and the hidden areas no one thinks to look for termites. Don't forget to hit subscribe and never miss an episode.